Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. America failed to reach President Joe Biden's 4th of July vaccine goal. The Delta variant cases are increasing across the country and in the state of Utah. So is it a standstill with the vaccinations? Should we be optimistic? Should we be pessimistic about where we are and what comes next? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So as we look at where we are, it is time to think again in terms of uh, where we are and why we are where we are when it comes to getting uh, shots in arms as it relates to vaccines and the coronavirus. Uh, Just uh, within the last hour, President Joe Biden uh, spoke and talked about uh, his meeting with his COVID response team. Uh, He said that the Delta variant uh, is dangerous, but that the vaccines are effective and will protect Americans uh, against the variant. It's more easily transmissible, potentially more dangerous. And it should be because of reconsideration. And it, it, look, let me put it another way. It seems to me it should cause everybody to think twice. And it should cause reconsideration, especially in young people who may have thought that they didn't have to be vaccinated, didn't have to worry about it, and didn't have to do anything about it up to now. But the good news is that our vaccinations are highly effective. Fully vaccinated Americans have a high degree of protection, including against this Delta variant. I do think the president is right that we should uh, think again in terms of where we are. I know a lot of us have tried to just put the whole pandemic era in the rearview mirror, uh, but the president is right. We do need to think again, especially for our younger people, to make sure we're, we're doing the right things there. It's also time to think again in terms of the reasons why some people may be hesitant uh, to receive the vaccine, and there's there's a number of them. Some just uh, haven't met with their doctors yet. Some have uh, underlying conditions that they definitely should talk to their doctors before getting the vaccination. Uh, some in uh, some communities, minority communities, there's clearly some hesitancy in some of those. Some of that is from uh, past episodes with vaccines and shots. Uh, others is just uh, uncertainty and confidence in the process. Uh, Thinking back to the uh, 1976 swine flu vaccine, uh, there's plenty of things that could cause some people to be skeptical. And so the President Biden today, again, in this kind of think again moment, as far as where we are in the pandemic, uh, said that his administration is going to shift their focus from mass vaccination sites to a much more targeted community solution. First thing we're going to do, this includes 42,000 local pharmacies where folks with questions can talk to the pharmacists they know and already have done what dealt with. Second, my team is going to place renewed emphasis on getting the vaccines to more and more family doctors. Third thing we're going to do, 
We're going to step up efforts to get vaccines to your family doctors and other doctors who serve younger people so that adolescents ages 12 to 18 can get vaccinated. Fourth, we're also intensifying our efforts to meet people where they are, outside of their neighborhoods, pharmacies and doctor's office. This includes continuing to work with employers to make vaccination shots available at work and the work site if possible. Get, or and or give their employees paid time off to get vaccinated in a nearby facility. And fifth and finally, we're sending out more mobile clinic, more, more mobile clinic units out there to help people with, at special events, summer festivals, sporting events, as well as places of worship wherever we can find people gathered. All right. And then uh, finally, President Biden said uh, that their their surge response team uh, for COVID-19 are really going to be targeting uh, communities where they can help, where there are lower vaccine rates. We're mobilizing what I'm calling COVID-19 surge response teams. These teams are made up of experts from FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention and elsewhere across our government, other groups. And they're going to help states that have particular problems prevent, detect, and respond to the spread of the Delta variant among unvaccinated people in communities with low vaccination rates. So again, that's all coming from uh, President Biden in terms of what we should be thinking again about as it relates to uh, the vaccines on the national level. And as the president said, he's going to target communities with low rates. Uh, Also interesting, another uh, space to think again is at the state and local level. Uh, Over the weekend, Utah Governor Spencer Cox uh, made the rounds, was uh, on Face the Nation, and had several comments in terms of how Utah is doing. And then, of course, if you haven't been following today, we've reported here on KSL News Radio. Uh, the pres- the uh, Governor Cox had announced that Utah has hit uh, our goal of 70% uh, shots in arms, uh, and that's uh, that's an important day for the state of Utah. But here's what the governor had to say on uh, Face the Nation about vaccine rates and particularly the uh, Delta variant. The good news is that uh, that our adult population is getting vaccinated at the same rate as the rest of the country. When you add in the uh, the federal partners vaccinations, we're about 69 percent right now. But we are the youngest state in the nation. And so we have a very large population of young people who aren't eligible to get vaccinated, those under the age of 12. And in every state, the younger you are, even amongst the eligible population, the less likely you are to be vaccinated. So we're working hard to encourage our younger population to get vaccinated. We have 89% of those over the age of 65. So we feel really good about that. And our death rates have come down because of that. But we desperately need more. Uh, Governor Cox went on to talk about the state's uh, vaccination network uh, and how Utah uh, is prepared to vaccinate young the younger population once the FDA has given the green light uh, that that is uh, safe and uh, good for those uh, younger populations as well. Yeah, well, we we have set up a very robust uh, uh, vaccination uh, network. Um, our, our clinics are, are spread throughout the state. We're we're also a very rural state, so that that adds a, a component that's difficult as well. Uh, but we have mobile vaccine clinics all over the state. It's never been easier to get a, a vaccine. Uh, we're working with school districts. We did that before for those over the age of twelve, before school was let out, to have vaccine clinics available at schools or close to schools. Working with pediatricians. And, and family practitioners as well. So we'll be ready once we get the go-ahead. We're, we're just waiting for uh, for the FDA to make that decision. 
Governor Cox, uh, in the same interview over the weekend, uh, gave a real think again uh, approach to how we should look at what the what the incentives are for getting vaccinated. I think, you know, not not dying is, is a great incentive. I, I, my colleague, Jim Justice, Governor Justice this morning said um, everybody's playing a lottery of sorts. Um, it's if you're not vaccinated, you're playing a different kind of lottery. I think he called it the death lottery, something like that. Uh, but but certainly we're, we're hopeful that uh, that reason will rule and, and people will see how effective these vaccines are. Again, 95 percent of, of deaths since May um, have been amongst uh, unvaccinated people in the state. So those are deaths that don't have to happen and hospitalizations that don't have to happen. So Governor Cox uh, concluded with something I think is really important for us to think again on when it comes to the vaccination, and that is the political divide of it all. Everything is is political. It's it's a huge mistake, and uh, it's caused us to make bad decisions um, during this pandemic and, and in other phases of our life as well. The politics often lead us to make bad decisions, and it doesn't matter if you're on the left or the right or anywhere in between. When we allow our politics to get in the way, we don't make the best decisions for the community or for the country. So when it comes to vaccinations, it may feel like we're at a little bit of a standstill. Utah's moving ahead with some very positive things, but we all need to think again in terms of our incentive, our education, and what we all need to do for the community and for the country. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.